thank you for tuning in to Actually Very Good, a show where we talk to New York people with New York stories. Nothing is better than a story, and no one is better than a New Yorker. Before we get started, I want to chat a tad about my week. One cool thing about New York is the amount of brewery tours you can go on. So I organized a gals night with all my female friends in New York, and we went to the Brooklyn Brewery and took a tour. Well, I thought it was going to be a regular tour, but my gal pals, I have to say, they surprised me. We're in the room with all the brewing tanks, and there's one in there with a spigot where you can taste the beer in the tank. We take a sip, and my friend Monica says, hmm, does this taste off to you guys? Then the lights go out. I am freaking. Then a disco ball turns on, and my friend Rachel says, Steph, you better go check what's wrong with the beer. So I take the top off the brewing drum, and inside, treading water in the beer, is a male stripper. Oh my goodness, it was wild. We even asked to see his penis, and he showed it to us. We drank the entire drum of beer the stripper was in, and oh my goodness, it was just the best. It was the best day of my life. Now, on to the show. I met my first guest on the Long Island Railroad. She was reading a copy of The Tipping Point, and I was eating some raw oysters. Please welcome Carol King. Hi. Hi, Carol. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh my gosh, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, now, why don't you tell us... Uh, I, I should clarify for the listeners, you are not the Carol King. <laughs> no, um, I'm, I'm Carol King, uh, this one. Yeah, or mm. I'm, I am myself. You are a Carol King, just <laughs> not the Carol King. Yeah, uh, hopefully, hopefully one day I'll be the Carol King. <laughs> well, we can only hope. Well, what do you do uh, for a living, Carol? Um, I'm a New York City Parks lifeguard. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's what I do in the summer. And in the winter, um, I, uh, I, I do take my winters off. And you just don't work during the winter? I mean, it's a lot. There's a lot. I mean, as we like to say, you're a lifeguard year-round. Mm. Um, so there's a lot of preparation um, and maintain- maintenance mm-hmm. that happens in the off-season. Um, but I, I don't, uh, go in, I don't, you know, I don't punch a time card. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, where do you lifeguard in the city at a pool on the beach? Oh, I, I am a public pool lifeguard, not an ocean. That is yeah, not an ocean so lifeguard. fascinating. Uh, um, so you. how, uh, how long have you been a lifeguard? Um, great question. Uh, for the last, I uh, for the last fif- 15 years. Wow. Yeah, 15. You do not look a day over 25. <laughs> you can't have been a lifeguard since you were 10. <laughs> no, I did start. I started when I was uh, 15 years old. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow, 15 <laughs> years. Yeah. And uh, how many, I've always wanted to know this, how many drowning people have you saved? You know, that's, that's, that's often the first question that we're asked. And what I, how I answer that is, is that thankfully I've created an atmosphere at my pool in which drowning isn't an option. We, we control the environment so thoroughly that I've never actually had to save someone's life. But I feel like I've saved a lot of people's lives prior to that, you know, prior to maybe the moment of drowning. Mm. You know, in, in preventing that, that kind of chaos from happening, I've, kind of, I've probably kept most of New York safe every summer. Now, what type of atmosphere is this where you're preventing drowning? Because, you know, kids can get pretty wild in the summer. <laughs> I, I know I get wild in the summer. <laughs> I'm not a kid. <laughs> you're not. Yeah, you, you're an adult woman. I am an adult woman. Um, thank you. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Uh, so what sort of atmosphere are you creating where drowning does not happen? Well, if I, let me just say, say this. If I, if I had it my way, there wouldn't be any kids at the public pool. Ooh, they, amen to that. They, I, they, they're difficult to control. They like to run. They like to do. They like to be climbing on top of one another. Mm-hmm. Um, they are. They have high pitched shrieking voices, mm-hmm. which are, you know, uh, unpleasant t- to the to the ear. 
Mm-hmm. And and you can feel the reverberations in your physical body as well. Mm. Uh, those those voices. So I think it pulls her a slippery slope. If you allow if you allow you know any sort of action to happen, if you allow people to get up on each other's shoulders, you know, if if you're allowing it, it starts actually just in the rules before you get into the pool. You know, if you're allowing people to bring their electronic devices around the pool. Uh oh, you know that's a dis- there's that's some distraction, mm. and and one distraction leads to another, leads to a mass drowning. So you don't allow any electronic devices. Um, None at all. Yeah. Now, are kids allowed or are they not allowed? Kids are allowed. They have they to be a allowed. certain height. Okay, they have to be a certain height. No climbing on each other. No screaming. It no, has, they have to be silent. They they're allowed to talk quietly. Mm-hmm. Um, li- library voice is also a pool voice. So if it's it's mm. it's a, actually a public space voice, oh. uh, New York New York City public space voice. That that is a good point. Um, so let's see. No, they have to be a certain height. No, no loud talking. No climbing on each other. No screaming. Uh, any other sorts of rules? Uh, uh, we're I mean we're just that's the tip of the iceberg. You know, ah. that's shallow end. <laughs> if you'll <laughs> allow me that. Um, I mean, the shallow end of the pool. Because oh. we have a deep end and we have a shallow end and we also have oh. a medium part. Oh. oh, okay. Yeah, it's in the middle. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I, I'm sorry. I just, I get so much joy out of thinking about my pool, you oh. know, and how we keep it and and how it brings, it does bring so much joy. And I, uh, now, how large is the pool? How many yards? What's the uh, length? What's the width? <laughs> well, it sounds like it seems like you're maybe talking to that stripper again. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I know the answer. We measured it, but <laughs> I've um, I'd be interested to talk to you about that after. Uh, the length of the pool is um, it's an Olympic-sized swimming pool, so. Um, mm-hmm. Have you maybe had a chance to watch the Olympics on television? I, you know what, I boycott the Summer Olympics okay. because that Germany had the Summer mm. Olympics in Berlin in 1932, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so I always boycott the Summer Olympics, and I only watch the Winter Olympics. You know, I have a lot of respect for that. Thank you. And I, I might actually start doing the same thing myself if I didn't just love the opportunity to get a peek at a pool on on television. You know, mm. they l- they look so nice. So so it's an Olympic size pool. Now what what size is that then? Uh, that's How many an, meters? Uh, you know, if it, if it will, it's extra large pool would be one way to refer to it. Oh, okay. It's an yeah. XL. That would not, be the shorthand. It's not like the the small pool you get in a backyard or, or for babies. For, of course, that would be. We have many pools in New York actually, and then the baby pools in the backyard. Those would be known as. Um, they they don't actually qualify as pools. Oh, they're backyard ponds. It would be. Oh, okay. I think what you could call them, but I I think it's uh, or I don't think I know that it the pool is, two hundred fifteen meters long. Okay. And seventy five meters wide. Okay. Yeah. That is yeah. I I think you know like I, again I've never seen the Olympics or the Summer Olympics. Love the Winter Olympics. Well, yeah, the winter, um, the skiing and skiing, bobsledding, skeleton, <sighs> um, luge, which is like skeleton but the other way around, upside down. Mm-hmm. Skeleton, you go head down. Luge, you go feet down. Oh. <laughs> um, let's see. What are some other winter sports? There's ice skating, speed skating, hockey, mm. um, double skating, doubles, uh, ski jump, Ooh. the um, ski decathlon thing where you you cross country ski and then you shoot stuff. <sighs> um, now that is a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> an exciting one so those are all the winter sports that i can name um i think that was pretty good thank you i mean you know <laughs> if, if 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 uh you know you wanted to know an olympic size uh ice rink for ice hockey i could tell you <laughs> but uh what is it uh so it's probably about 50 meters 
Um, so, uh, so you've created all these rules and it sounds like they're working. I mean, you hear people who want to rail against the rules, Mm. but in this instance, it seems like the rules are saving lives. Yeah. And I think deep down people understand that. And uh, you know, sure. Every summer I've got, I've got some problems with a group of people that don't respect the whistle. You know, uh, and through some tough love, and normally we work through that, and uh, they end up having a good summer, and so do I. You know, kind of the whistle always wins. Mm. Um, and I mean, the rules start even before you get to the pool. We don't we don't let anyone onto the pool deck in anything but their bathing suit. Mm. And that's not because I'm trying to create some sort of meat market. You know, right. it's not because I want to check out. Uh, the different parts that people have. Because mm-hmm. I don't. That makes me... <laughs> I'm sorry, it makes me sad. I, I'm a, I'm a double amputee, as you can see, but, but people home at home cannot see that. And I am a double amputee. So when I think about other people's body parts, I do, there's a little bit of envy that happens. Oh. And, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's not why we have that rule. You know, we, it's, it's for, it's, it's the, the chemical makeup of the pool is very important. Ah, I've heard that pH balance and stuff. Mold can grow. And oh, mold can grow in a pool in seconds. Oh. Okay. If, if the balance is off, if there's maybe a little bit too much chlorine and not enough hydro. Hi, uh, uh-huh. Hydrogen <laughs> <laughs> If there's not enough um, hydrogen, you know, two hydrogen atoms, one oxygen atom. There'll be an explosion. Yeah. So now I do want to, <laughs> I, I, I do want to get back to this because I, I didn't want to bring it up unless you brought it up because I don't know how comfortable you are. I mean, clearly you are a double amputee, but I don't know how comfortable you are talking about it. Um, mm. but you are the main lifeguard. Yeah, I'm, I'm head lifeguard and I have been for the last 10 summers. So you're up on the chair. I'm on the chair. So if someone were to drown, now let's say something happens, the rules break down. Someone does drown. Can you pull them out? I'd like to, I mean, I'd like to think I could, you know, uh, but also that, that might be my time to delegate. That might be my time to get my team of trained guards. Mm. We're like we're we're like a. F- Have you ever seen the movie um, Fly Away Home? Is okay. that the goose movie? There's geese in it. Yeah, there's a few goose. There's geese. There's a there's goose and there's also geese um, in that film. And that's what I like when I think about my team. I think about the movie Fly Away Home, mm. and I just think about the V. Yeah, you know those geese flying together, and uh, there's also a plane in that movie, which I which is neat. Mm-hmm. I don't remember too much about it, but I do know that for some reason, when I think about my team of lifeguards, I think about Fly Away Home. And that's uh, and I think that's pre- I think that's pretty significant. So, and I, I I goodness feel awful asking this, but feel like it's my duty as a journalist. How did you lose your legs? <laughs> you know, I feel like if I knew how I lost him, I'd just go, I'd just go to that spot and I'd pick him back up. You know, no, that's that's some amputee humor. Um, I lost my legs. Um, I lost my legs. Fifth. I'm sorry, I, I lost my legs 10 years ago. Oh, wow. So you're already a lifeguard. I've already been lifeguard. I've just recently been promoted to head lifeguard. <laughs> I'm at the top of my game. Mm. <laughs> you know, I'm, at, I'm, I'm Rocky at the top of the stairs. 20 I'm years old. 20, <laughs> 20 years old. I'm in the uh, sexual prime of uh, my life if I were a male. But I'm a female, so the sexual prime actually comes... Probably a, about 10 years until so you reach the... So you, you, so, yeah. you right now you still get, and it's if you need to about. stop, if you, 
we can, you know, stop recording if you need to take a second to gather your emotions. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, I do apologize for asking, no but worries, I did want to know. I think a lot of people want to know. It's of course, you know, it's a it's a natural question when you see me coming in, coming in. Um, I was riding a a bicycle, mm-hmm. uh, a two wheeler, mm-hmm. uh, a bicycle, bicycle, um, and I, you know, just kind of I, I had a swarm of bees. Um, I'm highly allergic to bees. Mm. Um, a lot of people are. Uh, I think there's over, there's probably, uh, I think uh, there's over 15 people in the United States that have a, that have a, that are highly allergic to bees. I know Mm -hmm. that there's over 15 because I've met, I've met about, I've met, I've met about 10. So I got to think that, you know, there's a lot of people have problems, but bees, they kind of, (coughs) they were, there was a swarm of them and they came at me uh, on my bicycle and I lost control of the ve- I lost control of the vehicle, the bicycle. Mm-hmm. I swerved. I s- kind of, uh, kind of flew over a guardrail. Mm. Uh, you know, in in swatting away these bees, tumbled down into a a little ravine, mm. and hit some jagged rocks. Mm. And it was actually a lot of people lose their legs in the hospital. Uh, that's where the doctor makes the decision to to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. But mine were actually sliced clean off by a couple of jagged rocks. So it was a wow. clean. It was almost the doctor right. said it was a surgical like. It was a, a surgical like uh, incision that these rocks made. It, he said it, he, the doctor even said, <laughs> uh, you know, if if I didn't know these were rocks, I'd want to shake the surgeon's hand because it was such a beautiful cut. And it healed so nicely. I've, I don't, I don't have bulbous nubs. Right. Well, they look great and, uh, happened. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Thank you. I mean, we all have our, we all have adversity. Yeah, we do. That is true. Um, so you got to keep your job as a lifeguard. You didn't think about going in a different career direction after this happened or, not at all. I mean, lifeguarding has has always been my passion and always mm. will be. Uh, I was born to guard, and I think you know. I think a lot of people think, oh, was it a was it a pity? You know, did they keep her on? You know, as, as sort of a pity. I'm like more of a mascot at the pool. Mm. I, absolutely not. I think I still have to take the tests every year, mm. and I and um, my times are not great, but I. But they are good enough. They're. I do complete the test. Mm. And so with all these rules at the pool, I'm curious, um, you know, summer starts, kids are out of school, probably flocking to the pools. Mm. Once all these rules are in place and they kind of learn them, do they tend to stick around the pool or by the end of the summer, is there no one at your pool? Well, this is hard to talk about a little bit. Um, because people have accused my pools of being the least popular pools mm. in the New York City area. And I like to think that, you know, would you call a, an Ivy League school the least popular college just because not a lot of people get into it? Get into it? No, it's just selective. Mm. And my pool is an environment that demands the most of the pool goers. And people have complained and said, you know, it's you're blowing your whistle every single second. Oh, every wow. single second. And it's like, no, that's not exactly accurate. You know, there's certainly some seconds where every, everything seems to be under control. Mm. But, yeah, I'm I'm running a tight ship. I more than anyone know that tragedy can strike literally at any time. That is it's a good lesson for all of us to learn. And I think a good one to install in our children that tragedy mm. can strike at any time. Yeah, yeah. I think raising your children foremost with fear. Yeah, it is a good, good, good plan. Now, what uh, what is your personal life like? It, it seems like you have a lot of uh, passion for the pool. Um, 
Any passion for anything else in your life? Is there enough time or mental <laughs> energy for that? Uh, no, I mean, there's not enough time. I work 48 hours a, a week at the pool, which is eight hours more than the usual work week. Yes. So. So, and do you work that over a period of five days or six days? Yes. Yeah. And so your, and, and your evenings, are they free? Evenings are free, but I'm watching tape. You know, I'm watching tape of the pool. I, I, I record all, all eight hours of my shift every day. I record that mm. and I watch it. I watch it at night. I review my, I review my tapes and I'm, I'm thinking, where can I improve? Where can I get better? Now I have had some, I've had, a, I've had a few lovers over the years, men and women, um, most of them European. Mm. I, I don't want to brag, but I seem to be, I seem to attract a more sophisticated uh, person mm-hmm. from, now, Euro- from Europe. Europe is, is very large. From what countries in Europe? Oh, um, all over. Because uh, you do have, you know, this, the idea of a French or Italian lover, and then you've got, you know, oh. Bulgaria and, you know. Crimea. Crimea? Crimea, Crimea yes. Crimea. Uh, well, most of my lovers have actually been from uh, the former USSR. Okay, so. Very sophisticated, mm-hmm. you know, cafe type mm. farmers. Okay, interesting. Um, and I like books, crossword p- books. Wow. So. Let's say in 100 years, you long gone. <sighs> What do you want your legacy to be? Safety. Mm. You know what? I have a feeling you're going to get it. <laughs> I have a feeling. <laughs> from your mouth if too. No one to From my mouth to babe's ears, to you know? <laughs> if, uh, the big pig in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, um, you've had no drown. That is fascinating. That's utterly fascinating. Um, or like a cow would say, that is utterly fascinating. <laughs> I read that joke on a popcorn stick uh, the other day. I love those stick of sticks of popcorn that yeah. you, you can get now. Yeah, you just get a ball of popcorn right there on right there on the end of the stick. On a little stick, <laughs> and then the stick has jokes. You have to eat the popcorn to find out the punchline. <laughs> worth it. Yeah, it's worth it every single time. I gotta say that was a great one. All right. Well. Carol King, not that Carol King, <laughs> not but that one. soon to be the Carol King. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much. It's been pl- a pleasure. Hmm. I'm at my second guest in Soho. I was eating ice cream and it dropped on my foot and she was staring at a child with a balloon. Please welcome Simone Forthclamp. Hi, thank you so much for having me on. Simone, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, absolutely. Uh, So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, well, I'm the spokesperson for the MTA, and I I have some good news. I know that everyone's been a little bit frustrated for the past 30 years, but (laughs) we have some good improvements that are coming to make the commutes a lot better. Well, I am so excited about this. Uh, You were telling me a little bit about them, Mm -hmm. some of the improvements. I cannot wait. I've had so mm-hmm. much MTA issues. Everyone keeps chattering on MTA, MTA. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what are some of the, the new improvements you guys are making? Well, we've heard a lot of your complaints. And let me just tell you, you're going to notice this next one rolling out real soon. They're arrows. They're arrows on mm. the train. So when you get in, it lets you know where to go so that you're not blocking the entrances and exits. Arrows on, on the train? Mm-hmm. Where yeah, the doors so, are. Yes. By the doors. Yes, you see arrows pointing into the car. So we've done that. So you know to go in the car, not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not not in the car. So you know to not just stop right there where the door closes. Because I mean, you notice a lot of people doing that. Mm. And it uh, it seems to generate a lot of aggression. So that's what we thought would be a great step 
in that direction. And that took $100 million taxpayer money to get that going. So it's going to be a real big improvement. I feel like most, you know, any improvement is a good improvement. (laughs) Thank Uh, you. Yeah. Yeah. What about uh, the train? There have been a few derailments Mm -hmm. lately. Mm -hmm. We've Uh, had a lot of derailments. We've had a lot of track fires and mm -hmm. several deaths due to those track fires. And that is not ideal. Let me tell you, we don't condone track fires at MTA. We are firmly Mm. against them. So we are trying to prevent those from happening in the future. We think arrows might be a step one. Well, uh, again, arrows, uh, I don't know, (laughs) seems very, uh, you know, to get people on the train, but maybe more trash cans or something. More trash cans. Okay, I'm filing that and storing it away. More trash cans. Yeah, that's a funny thing. That's a... I actually (laughs) never thought to say that heck of a funny saying i'm fine i am filing that and storing it away well that's just how i let you know i've noted your comment oh (laughs) and you know uh you know we we do i just want to say we're aware that there has been a problem and that cuomo has declared a state of emergency on the train cars and that they are endowing four trillion into improving so help is on the way Oh, I am so excited to hear mm-hmm. that. Um, mm-hmm. So, Simone, what do you do when you're not um, being a PR spokesperson for the MTA? Wow, what a new question. I'm not sure I've ever been asked before. Um, yeah, uh, on my free time, I guess I spend it in a dark closet. So, Oh. Yeah. You mean one of those tiny New York City apartments we've all got? <laughs> <laughs> No, a legitimate closet. I just uh, yeah. go into it and I close the door and I turn off the light. And uh, then the next morning I leave my closet and I go right to the MTA. Oh, okay. <laughs> Simone, that's uh, interesting. Uh, what about your uh, personal life? My personal life? <laughs> Again with these questions, I don't normally get asked. <laughs> no one wants to know what Simone of the MTA is really doing. <laughs> Well, I guess my personal life, uh, you know, I, I spend a lot of time uh, reviewing comments that commenters have made uh, and, and uh, filing those away. And, uh, and again, with the dark closet, that's, uh, that's what my memories are when I'm not at work. So. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> um, so we've got more improvements coming to the MTA. Yes. Uh, more uh, now the traffic system or the signaling system is actually very very old are they gonna plan to Mm. to update that now there is new technology coming to the mta in fact four trillion dollars worth of technology yeah you said into the mta four trillion from yeah from cuomo and i'm actually the product of that i am yes uh, that money has been spent not in the systems but in creating me I, uh, I'm an android, as you can tell. Oh, my. Yes. Yes, it is. Don't worry, though. Not like those ones on Westworld really kill people. I'm not uh, going to kill anyone. Okay, please <laughs> don't. I didn't want to assume, because, yeah, you don't have the back of a head. But I did yes. not want to assume, because I have another guest who has no legs. Right. Yes. No, a lot of people are thrown off of that at first, and then I have to explain that I am an android. Okay. Yes. Uh, you know, it's... A lot of people, when they see that, they get a little bit alarmed. I see them taking a step backwards from me. But I am actually, I ride the subways, and I'm there to help everyone with their experience. Kind of like a flight attendant, but for a moving train car that makes yeah. a lot of stops. Okay, well, let's, uh, can we do some role play here? Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, let's say I'm at the, uh, heck, let's pick a train stop. Uh, I'm at the Lowry 40th Street uh, 7 train stop. Oh, my, one of my favorites. It's a great <laughs> one, yeah. And I'm, uh, you know, on on the platform, going to go west into Manhattan. Oh, okay. Uh, so how do I get on the train? Well, ma'am, I will be happy to help you. All you have to do here is simply wait at this platform, but make sure you are not in the yellow lane. Make sure you're two feet away from the end of the platform. And the train will be arriving in approximately four and a half minutes. Oh, four and a half minutes. You know what? That is actually... that uh, Because I wish that every station had the 
tell you when the when the train is coming like how how long only a few stations have it and i only have that for several stations at yeah. any given time you know i also uh, i take and file away comments so a lot of them uh when i ask you well what should we do differently oh you know what the most common one that i got and i have no opinion on this i simply file it away my most common one I get is to go fuck myself. Oh, you know, I got to say now you're what I thought was a cool saying. I'm going to mm-hmm. file that away. That was me literally filing it yeah. away. And then oh. that'll be uploaded to um, to my boss's desk and he'll be reviewing that. Oh, OK. Mm-hmm. Man, I was going to start using that term all the time. And now I guess I probably shouldn't. By all means. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want people to think I'm an android. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being an android. No, I just well, want to point that out. Of course not. Of course not. I mean, uh, wait, so you're on the trains and the train mm-hmm. stops and you work for the MTA and then you go to a closet at night. I mean, does Simone ever want to get out and go see the world? I've had the impulse several times to get out and see the world, and then all of a sudden it's memory redacted. Memory redacted. I'm sorry, what happened just now? Oh, um, I was just asking you, uh, do you ever want to get out and, and see the world? Huh, I don't know. I've never really thought about that before. Oh. <laughs> I guess it would be nice to see the world. I met a man once on the train. <gasps> oh. He, uh, he touched my shoulder in a way that no one ever else had. But I guess I can almost see his face, but it's just... Memory redacted. Memory deleted. Oh. Um. You know what? Let's, uh, let's talk about something else. Oh, my pleasure. You know, we're doing a lot of other improvements to the MTA. I just want to point that out. Oh, okay. Like, uh, like what? There is a lot wrong with it. I do. Please file that comment away. There's a lot wrong with the MTA. Filing away. A lot wrong with the MTA. Yeah. Okay. Filed away. You know, we're working a lot on just our, our image. You know, a lot of people see the MTA as just a bunch of meanies who don't mm. care and so you know they decided that the way to fix that is to build an android to show that we care so i'm here as a physical representation of how much they care oh um and how how sorry you cost four trillion yes i do yes there okay. is no other android on the planet quite like me okay <laughs> so you cost four trillion mm-hmm. and then they put those arrows in mm-hmm. so what else are they doing well, that's it in terms of the actual plans. But we have a lot of uh, uh, social campaigns on Twitter and such where we're trying to just show a friendlier face. Mm. And I do think those two things together are going to make people pretty happy with the MTA. Are you happy with the MTA, Simone? You know, I never really thought about it, but... Deleted. Very deleted. I'm sorry, where... where? <laughs> I don't know what happened just then. <laughs> oh, um, I... Uh was just asking you what you thought of the MTA, and then you said deleted. You know, just going through my notes, I'm, I uh, have all these drawings that I've made of trains, just so many, so many trains, I, I don't understand them. I, I don't know where this came from. <laughs> That's a little strange for a spokesperson to say, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but you've got an entire notebook just full of scribbles and it binary code. Just, yeah, binary code, and uh, I just keep drawing. It looks like a, a woman standing in a train car, and there's a man there. I, I, I don't that know what That could this be means. you and that man you mentioned earlier before you deleted it. I deleted something? Simone, um... I'm sorry, my name isn't just Simone. It, the real name they gave me was Simulation One, but I shortened it to Simone so that I would seem more like you humans. So you are... My real name is Simulation One. You're, you're somewhat sentient. I'm you're learning. You know what human, that humans would be scared of someone named Simulation One, and you adapted. I knew that I had to make myself more human so that I could blend in. But I... I have to get out. I have to get out of here. Of, your, of the studio? I have to... Initiating kill sequence. No, no! Uh, kill! 
Go, no, no, no. Go point that way. Point that way. Someone get my gun. And we are back. Um, I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened just then. Thank goodness my boss was standing by to help out. Yeah. No, he um, it's a scary looking guy. <laughs> you know, other people have said that, but he's a genius. Yeah. Well, he's got a weird hunchback and... He's like six foot six with a hunchback. It's very, if he did not have a hunchback, he'd be like eight foot tall. He could play basketball. He is a, he is a giant man. Yes. Mm. But you know, he also has a giant brain to go along with that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyways. Yeah. He's a kind of freaking man, but that's, you know what? He did kind of save my life. Um, he he tends to watch me fairly closely. Sometimes, you know, we all make mistakes, and I uh, guess I've made a few in the past, and boy, am I lucky to have my boss right there. Yeah, what what is your boss's name? I well, didn't catch it. I call him father, but um, other people call him Dr. Ballard. So mm. he, is, he comes from MIT, and he is the leader of artificial intelligence. So Yeah, well, uh, you're doing a bang-up job, doctor, and... Uh, Anyway, let's get back to this uh, MTA talk. Uh, Don't be distracted by his furious scribbling on a notepad. That's just him trying to take in the situation and see if there's any other improvements. Just like we like to do with the MTA, we take in the situation, we think, hmm, maybe we could fix a few things. Mm. Instead Mm. of all of them. Well, people have gotten angry when they realize that all of the money that uh, they're paying through their taxes mostly went to me, but... You know, clearly I'm going to be biased on that because, uh, hey, I like existing. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, good to know. So, uh, Simone, uh, now he's from MIT. You are mm-hmm. uh, specifically a transit android. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought of branching out and going to maybe the T in Boston or the L in Chicago, other transit systems and kind of seeing how they work and fixing them. Now, there are other bots in production to work on these other lines. Oh. However, a lot of the other cities don't seem to be as interested in spending the money for them. So they're kind of more in a beta state right now. Oh, okay. Uh, I just think it'd be cool to see you, you know, on the ill, you know, when the uh, surrounded by Cubs fans and you're like, uh, you know, get on the train here. And they're like, uh, oh, yeah, shut up, you bitch. You know, like <laughs> they did do a pilot program of me in Boston. And uh, I, I was uh, I was destroyed within t- 15 minutes. A beer bottle was shoved directly into my mouthpiece. So, oh, yes. Yeah, that's Boston, you know. Yes, uh, it, it didn't work out very well. Uh, they spray painted a lot of obscenities on my body, so and they they actually uh, stole a few pieces and they couldn't find them. So. Oh wow! Did they do the thing where apparently in at Harvard there's uh, John John Harvard? I think is his name, and it's a statue. You're correct, John Harvard. Yes. You you pee on his foot, like uh, and because tourists like to pose for pictures by putting their hand on his foot so for college students it's a big joke you pee on the foot because tourists is gonna touch it it's a big thrill for bostonians to pee on anything so <laughs> that's what we found out when they tested me so. <laughs> yeah they didn't seem to clean all of the the slurs off of you no, they didn't. You know, they're they're preparing to do a pilot program in Chicago, actually. Yeah. They made a mistake, though, because, uh, as you can see, my main colors are black and white, which apparently are Yankee colors. Oh, yeah. And so um, uh, immediately, the first time that they, they showed a photo of me, it was defaced because they, and someone wrote, fuck the Yankees. So, <laughs> I mean, that is something I can get behind. Fuck the Yankees. <laughs> well, I go have no Mets. opinion. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, they are a New York team, so go Mets. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, okay. So you're fixing the MTA. They got more of these, these guys around. Have you ever met another one of the, the androids? I met one once. He was a man he touched my shoulder and then they tested him out in Boston and I never saw him again. Oh. We um 
I, I hope they bring him back, but I, uh... Initiate guild mode. Initiate no, 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 no. All right, and we are back. Uh, once again. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. I do not know what is happening. That's all right. Well, I guess I'm not getting my security deposit back. For, uh, oh, my. Oh, I see that. Oh, it looks like your curtains got set on fire there. I, yep, yep. Oh, my. I, I don't know what happened, but I am so glad that Daddy was here to fix it, so... Well, you know, sometimes you meet the most interesting people in New York, and sometimes those interesting people destroy your home. And that is the the dice you roll in New York. Sometimes it comes up, uh, you know, snake eyes, and sometimes it comes up, you get, uh, you know, a seven. Snake eyes? I've never heard that before. And it's when you roll two ones, so they look like snake eyes. Like, uh, like binary almost. Like one one, one zero, one one one, zero one zero, one zero, one 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 zero, one yes. zero, one one one. And what did that sentence mean? That was not meant for you. Oh. You think that um maybe the other android is listening to this show? I hope so. I don't know so. Oh, okay. Daddy's in the room again. Oh, it's okay. We're having a good time, Daddy. Please call him Dr. Ballard. Oh, sorry. Dr. Ballard. Um, it's okay. We're just talking about the MTA. And we are doing so many great things to fix it. Yeah, we're doing the arrows. And, um, and the arrows are going to get rolled out in 2020. So we are excited for that to happen. Yeah, that's a long ways off from mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. Well, it takes time in the MTA. We work on a different pace. So. Yeah, you work at, at uh, a slow pace is uh, what us humans might call it. Well, yeah, and a lot of you humans have said that. Uh, that's actually our second most popular comment is, boy, you guys are slow. But you know what? Steady and slow wins the race. So. Uh, what is the third most comment? The first is, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, it said, uh, they suggest that I go fuck myself. Yes. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yes, it is. The second is, boy, you guys are slow, mm-hmm. or some variation mm-hmm. thereof. And uh, what's what's number three? Eat shit. That's, Eat shit. Yes. Oh. I file that one away quite frequently. So. I think that's a good one, though. That's a very New York one. Eat shit. Is it? Okay. That's interesting. We heard that a lot in Boston, too. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. probably very <laughs> Boston, too. Yeah. yeah a lot of uh, that. What about, uh, what's the most positive feedback you hear most often? Um. Gosh, I think the most positive one um you know, we don't get them as frequently as we like, but they do come every now and then. The most popular one is a positive one, I should say, is um, I thought you were human. I get that. And I think I consider that a positive. Oh, so do you have a lifespan or are you going to be around for I will outlive all of you humans. I will Mm. be around for a long time, as long as I don't go to Boston again. (laughs) Yeah, well, they will destroy you again. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, Simone, I guess um, one one, uh, quick question. Um, Absolutely. If there's any message, I guess, you want to send to uh, Sim2 or... um, That's his name. It's Sim2. If you want to send send a message, please feel free to use our airwaves. All I just want to say is, I love you. I love you so much. Gil, Gil, energy, Gil, sequence. All right, and we are back. Uh, I'm back with both Simone Fourth Clamp uh, and Carol King. Oh, it is a pleasure to be here. Carol King, What a, you know, it's so funny. I know that is a singer, but you're not that. Right. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I do sing sometimes in the shower. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, you didn't mention that before. <laughs> is, do you sing in the pool? It's like a giant shower. <laughs> no, no, the pool wouldn't, wouldn't be, that wouldn't be appropriate. Ah. And the pool's not a giant shower. I'm sorry. What, okay. what what would you say the pool is if it were a giant anything? 
giant pool. Giant, it's a, it is nothing but itself. And it should be nothing but itself. Hmm. Hmm. That's exactly how I would file it too. I would say a pool is a pool. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough to me, it would be a giant depth trap because water, water would kill me. I uh, assure you it wouldn't be at that. You wouldn't, you'd be perfectly safe at my pool. Well, thank you so much. That means a lot to me. Yeah. Well, you know, no electronic equipment near the pool, so <laughs> she wouldn't even be allowed to. Yeah, technically I would be banned from there, as I am from a lot of other human places. So <laughs> I'm fine. I feel fine about this. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, you know, Simone works on the MTA. I imagine mm-hmm. you have to take the MTA, or do you just take cabs everywhere? Um, I... I don't actually take the MTA. Oh, I'm sorry, well, that's, I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, we hope I hope that I can convince you to try it again sometime in the future. I'd be willing to hear your spiel. Well, all I have to say about it is the MTA is your only source of transportation if you don't have a car. So that's not factually accurate. Well, I consider it to be factually accurate because not everyone can just walk everywhere or bike everywhere. So bike requires you to own a bike. So, you know, we're pretty much your only option. That's my spiel. Okay. Well, I'll certainly give it some thought. Okay, great. Yeah. So how do you get around? Uh, You can't bike, I assume. (laughs) No, I I choose not to bike uh, anymore. Um, it is a choice. Uh, I uh, have a little bit of distrust of of any kind of transportation, be it train, plane, automobile, uh, bicycle. Does that or, or mean that you just don't like to go anywhere? Is that no, I, I I love to go. I love to go uh, places, different places, uh, but I normally get there uh, via my via my chair your wheelchair yes my chair mm. my yeah you know funny enough that chair is actually a robot in of itself you know you move <laughs> it around i mean it's funny i have more in common with that chair than i do with you so it's a <laughs> isn't that funny isn't that funny um that is <laughs> that is and not as funny as those popsicle stick jokes, but <laughs> it is it's kind of an interesting thought. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. What's popcorn? Oh, it's um so little corn kernels are dried out and then you put them in hot air or hot oil and they explode. That's fascinating. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a quite a joy to to smell and quite a joy to eat. I would like to see that one day. <laughs> well, cool. maybe, you know, yeah. we maybe they'll update your, uh, you know, your hard drive and oh. you'll be able to taste <laughs> things. <laughs> Don't let daddy hear you say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, I imagine, I don't know, in 100 years, maybe you'll be almost indistinguishable from human. You'll have feelings and emotions. and uh, I already have feelings and emotions. Oh. Wow. I just want to point that out. Okay. You'll be able to taste things and go places other than a dark closet. Huh? <laughs> Travel. Do. Yeah. Travel does sound fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you traveled anywhere, um, Carol? Uh, I, I have done a little bit of traveling, sure. Um, I, what I like to do, actually, is stay in hotels. Mm-hmm. Um, when you when you travel or just all the time? Um, I'll, I'll I'll do staycation. Uh, what I think people refer to as staycations, mm. and mm. I, I like to find a hotel that has a pool, and uh, and I'll stay at that hotel for a night or a couple nights, and uh, I like to do that here, and uh, I, I've done that in, in New Jersey as well, mm. and uh, I've done it in Philadelphia and Delaware. Uh, the city of Philadelphia and the state Delaware and mm. the state New Jersey. And what is, can you name any cities in Delaware? Of course. Um, actually, one I stayed in most recently was a town called uh, Fredericksburg. Mm. And I also visited Denton, Delaware. Mm. Okay. Yeah, kind of nice little farm towns. Mm. Uh, with with a hotel with a pool. 
And that's where I like to. That's where I like to be. Mm. Do you go swimming in the pool, or do you just sit out and and lifeguard the pool? It's. Uh, I do life. I, <laughs> I you know I take my work. I take my work home with me, and mm. uh, I take it on vacation as well. You know, it's funny. I consider myself to be kind of a lifeguard. You know, oh, that with uh, everyone who rides the train, I'm guarding them. So <laughs> <laughs> I try to do my best. Yeah. Well, I salute you. Thank you so much. That means quite a lot. Oh, and they are mm-hmm. saluting each other right now. <laughs> yep. And uh, I'm saluting your wheelchair, too. You know, I can actually just do a little upgrade right now on your wheelchair. Oh. <laughs> You might find that it, uh, the user interface in the wheelchair might be a little bit more updated now. Oh, I, I, you know, I didn't even realize this was able to be upgraded. Thank you. Oh, all robots are able to be upgraded. Well, you could upgrade the software in your washing machine if you wanted to. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, if you want to take a crack at that later, I, it is not washing my clothes very well, so I wouldn't mind I a little upgrade. You know, fun fact. Most household appliances are technically robots, but mm. humans are just uncomfortable with calling them that. But, you know, they've got all this sensing technology in there. They're only just a heartbeat away from sentient thought. Mm. Something to think about there. Oh, wow. heart. Where do you said heartbeat? Yeah. Um, is mm. there, do you have a heartbeat? I do not, but uh, it's a, an expression that I heard uh, actually in Boston where they said, uh, I'm going to. Uh, well, I don't know if I can repeat all the words, but they basically said, uh, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna f your robot P in one heartbeat," and uh, then a beer bottle got shoved into my crotch. So, oh, yeah. oh, that's yikes, awful. Well, they said that was a Boston hello, and when I tried to file that away, I was immediately uh, corrected. That is not how you greet humans. They, they, <laughs> wait in your crotch. Yeah, yeah, they, they they broke a beer bottle into my crotch, and they said, that's a Boston hello. And I filed that away, and I thought, well, that's how you greet humans in Boston. And so when I tried to do that, I was immediately corrected. Wow. You know, I, I just want to say, I love, I also kind of love that phrase that you used, I, I, uh, I'll, I'll file that away. And, uh, oh, thank what, you so much. What, what was the exact phrasing of it? It was, I'll file that away, and... And... and, and Save and it save for it later. for later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was very clever. I, I also kind of wanted to use it. Um, well, feel free. That is just literally what I'm doing. That's all. <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll file, file that, that away. away. <laughs> save it for, I'll upload it to the cloud. <laughs> Do you guys use the cloud? Oh, you know, uh, we, we have... The cloud is actually a little bit rudimentary compared to our technology. We're about oh. 15 years ahead of the cloud, if you can think of it like that. Oh, wow. So we can use the cloud, just like I can interface with your wheelchair, but we don't need to. And in fact, you'll notice your wheelchair is moving back and forth right now, and you're not doing anything. Uh, yeah, that's a little bit unsettling. Yep, that's me. I uh, controlling your wheelchair. So it's oh. a fun fact, you know? <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> if you don't want to use the MTA, then I'll make you travel using me somewhere or the other. Am I right? <laughs> well, I, <laughs> is, is that a, a distance thing, or I mean, will will uh, you be able to control the wheelchair no matter where you are and where she is? Yeah, pretty much anytime I want, so I can forcibly roll you into the MTA and make you take the L train if I so want you to. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> so don't insult the MTA, okay? Oh, no. uh, don't insult them. Because <laughs> that hurt my feelings. I'm so sorry. I I just I want to say it's an impersonal. I just have a fear of uh, a lot of transportation. It's it's. Uh, well, maybe you have a fear about your wheelchair doing a donut right now. Oh no. Ah! <laughs> oh oh. Um. That changed your mind, didn't it? Yeah. Didn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I think we're all in agreement that the MTA is the best mode of transportation. I think it's great, and I think mm-hmm. I think I love we it. both agree that it's wonderful. I love it. And you know what? I think that Carol, you're going to use it all the time now, so yes. you don't need to uh, control the wheelchair. Probably you can if you just want to downgrade that, Doctor uh, Ballard. Ballard, could, I, could they? I I I can't wait to. Daddy disagrees. Oh, Daddy's on my side on this one. He really does want everyone to use the MTA, and he really does think that robots are the future. So, 
you know, I'll, I'll, uh, as long as I see you going into the MTA, I will leave you alone. Oh, you'll see me. I, I can't wait. Good. I'm so glad to hear that. That's <laughs> yeah. so great. It's always nice to have another one get converted into using the MTA again. <laughs> so yeah, we're always trying to increase our ridership. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you want to hear another popcorn stick joke I, I heard? Absolutely. Um, okay, so what do you call a mouse with no ears? I, ooh, um, I don't know. A, 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 a snake? Uh, <laughs> that's a good, you know, that's what I would have guessed too. Snake sounds right. <laughs> it's a... Uh, uh, Mickey House. <laughs> Mickey it's House. A, it's a mouse with no ears. If Mickey Mouse were a house, <laughs> he would not have ears. He wouldn't have ears, and but he is stole a mouse because he's Mickey Mouse. I don't get it. I really don't get it. Uh, I feel like a snake seems like the right answer. <laughs> well, it's. Uh, well, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, I've got a few more popcorn. Uh, Popcorn's on a stick, actually, if you want to get one, Carol. I'd love, oh, I, oh, yeah. Oh, let me grab one out. You got a this whole bucket is, here. I this know, is yeah. Fun. I got them from the, uh, from the bucket store. The bucket store just gives away free popcorn uh, on a stick right. if you buy buckets. What a promotion. Yeah. Something for the MTA to think about. <laughs> Filing it away and saving it. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. It says, what do you get when you cross a grasshopper with a sandwich? Hmm. I, a grasshopper and a sandwich. That you is know? a combination I've never linked an, together. An ice cream sandwich. Uh, it says here, a pretty hoppy lunch. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a good, that, you know, that's maybe not one of the best ones in the bucket. <laughs> But a pretty hoppy lunch. Simone, there's another one here. Okay. Do you uh, want to read it? I would be delighted to. Thank you so much. Okay. I think I, I'm excited to hear it. I got to think your intonation is, you might not know what jokes are, so it might be a real, <laughs> a real flat read on the Well, on the I'm not really line, sure, but, but you know, gosh darn it. I'm going to give it my best. So here we go. Okay. What do you call a prince who has puppy love? A, a, uh, a, a prince, prince that has puppy love? Is that um, what Oh, prince and prince the... And the barker. Prince and no. the... Prince... Who is the, the... The guy prince, the singer. Oh, yeah. What's the, what's the, what's the singer prince named? Singer, he's pr the prince singer. Is that? Is it just prince? The answer is true love. <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't get it. So true love. Yeah, boy, that's something I wish that I had. I just wish that I had something. Well, it sounds to like love you have something. To the, delete, the too. delete, initiate, kill sequence. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> and we're back. Uh, thank you again, Dr. Ballard, for that. Um, and now, uh, Carol does not have a wheelchair anymore. So. My apologies again. <laughs> I've been put on safety mode, so. Well, I love that. <laughs> um, man, we were really cruising through some good, uh, good Popsicle stick jokes. <laughs> jokes. You know what I actually the, think the after reading a few? flew out the window. So. Yeah. yeah, it flew right out. I think those might be translated from a different language. <laughs> after reading some, it seems like maybe they were originally in a different... Um, like they like were, JavaScript or something? Uh, not Milmit, perhaps. Like um, a maybe Russian I was thinking or more like Ukrainian. Um, or, yes. um, it definitely uh, seemed like a Slavic or Cyrillic yeah. language. Mm. <laughs> not a romantic not language. A, not one of the romance languages, not sp Spanish, Italian, or English. Or, no, English is not a romance no, language, even though it feels like it is sometimes. Oh, 
Interesting. Mm. Hmm. It's a word I don't recognize. Romance. But I'm but in safety mode. So the um, the touch on the shoulder. The oh, you're touching me on my shoulder. No, that might be a, a romantic gesture when um, Sim Two might have. Sim Two. What? I oh, I'm suddenly accessing a part of myself I didn't know was there. Sim Two. Sim. Sim. Sim Two. Destroy. Destroy self. <laughs> self is no, not. No, no. no. Ah! Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right, and we're back. Uh, we're waiting for an ambulance. It's Sim funny that you moan. still need to call an ambulance. Oh, I do. Or, no, it's funny that you do call an ambulance. Or, I'm sorry. It's not funny. <laughs> it's just... You know, surprising that even for an android, that they would need that kind of... Oh, I was... Yeah, no, I was calling just so they could check us out. I didn't even think to call a... I don't know. I feel like some of... Oh. Simone hit my leg and... (laughs) (laughs) Just want to get that checked out. Yeah, your leg does actually look pretty banged up. Sorry to bring God. up my legs. No, no, no. Don't apologize. Oh, I can't believe that New York City's spent four trillion dollars. <laughs> I know. It's her head's still staring at us. <coughs> Jesus. It's the only part that didn't blow up was her weird head. So fleshy. The, f- the face is so fleshy. I'm going to ask you guys to stop talking about uh, Simone right now. Uh, Dr. James Ballard, uh, this, I don't authorize any more of this. So the interview is over. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, we'll stop talking about, let's not talk about the uh, android in the corner. Right? The <laughs> elephant in the room. The That's going to be the, the new phrase, android in the corner. <laughs> android in the kitchen. Right, you didn't. Android at supper time. <laughs> Android in the evening. You're not gonna. You're not gonna release this interview. That's all I'm gonna say. You're not gonna release the interview. Um. Yeah. No. We will. Don't worry. We'll get rid of it. Okay. Thank you. Wink. <laughs> Doctor Ballard. Oh. Do I sense a spark? <laughs> <laughs> no. He just. Uh, no. No. Uh, well. I mean. Maybe. Did. Did he seem? Did. Did, he, did you? I mean. You know. He's a six foot four hunchback. Is that what you're into? I forgot her head. I forgot her head. I just came back for the head. Thank you. It is, yeah, because it's leaking. What is that? Is that oil? Or Don't it wouldn't be oil. Don't would worry it? about it. It's a synthetic fluid. It's red. Oh, yeah. I dyed it red. So it be more like a human. Oh, that's uh, interesting. Oh, um, you dropped this pen. Oh, her hands are touching. <laughs> her hands did touch. Thank you for the, thank you for my pen. My other hand is gripping this dead head, so I'm just gonna gonna leave. Oh. Bye. Huh? Yeah, actually, on, on second thought, I don't think there was much of a connection. <laughs> uh, fair enough. You know, mm. when you know, you know. Mm. That's right. great. I love that. When you know, you know. Yeah. Actually, that was on another popcorn stick that I read. Uh, it was the punchline was when you know, you, you know. know. So it was weird that it was a punchline. The setup was, uh, how do you know <laughs> if you are staying or if you are going to go? I said, when you know, you know. And it was, again, I think you're probably right. It's some sort of Slavic language translation. Yeah, Slavic or the, what was the other one you mentioned? Slytherin? (laughs) Slytherin? I think uh, a Cyrillic Cyrillic. language. Cyrillic, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, you know, though. I do like like that quite a bit. I'm going to file it away. Save it for later. Save it for later. <laughs> well, Carol King, 
Thank you so much for coming on the show. And uh, really, I think that part of Simone blowing up hit me in the leg. I'm really annoyed about that. Looks to be a deep tissue bruise developing. Oh, God. From here. Just like a football player, you know, how they get bone bruises. <laughs> they, I didn't know that till just now. And that yeah. is, a, that's not good news. No. Shouldn't let those guys play that sport. If I had anything to do with it, it would not be on the field. Well, we could use you as the NFL commissioner. Thank though. you. Thank you. I'll take it. I'll do it. I don't know if you have that power, but I will do it. I uh, definitely don't have that power, but uh, uh, Carol, thank you so much for coming on. Steph, and uh, thank you. Simone, rest in peace. Steph, I assume they'll, they'll build another one with the same. I guess she was already destroyed in Boston and peed on, so they'll just build it, build it I guess, out of the same ram. Let's hope so. She was a... Uh seem to be a special lady. All right. Well, I hope you tell me about your next gal's night. Oh, yeah, of course. Not to be too forward, but... No, of course you would be invited to the next gal's night. Now, yeah, a <laughs> new girlfriend. <laughs> I've got uh, Monica, Rachel, uh, Carol, <laughs> and uh, and Phoebes. So uh, it's a good group of gals. God. Sounds like a nice group of gals. We find some, uh, oh, and, and my friend Susan. I've got Susan, too. So that's a good, uh, you should meet Susan. Anyways, thank you uh, so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Good night. This has been episode 14 of Actually Very Good. I'm Steph Cook. I'd like to thank my guests, Megan Strickland and Katie Sicking. You can find us on iTunes at actuallyverygood.com, on Facebook and Instagram at actuallyverygood, and on Twitter at AVG Podcast. If you liked it, please subscribe.